Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. debate a conversation about something that I heard Jerome Powell say at his last press conference. And that was basically my team, my minions, those PhDs in the back room see a recession in our future, and I don't. He still holds out that in his base case that a soft landing is possible. Uh, based on who you ask or research, soft landings are very rare. Some people will say we've had one, some people will say two. But either way, a soft landing is hard to thread the needle. But Powell is standing pat. He, he likes his chances. I want to have this conversation with Taylor from Life Goal Investments and say, Taylor, what do you think? Uh, soft landing still possible? It's possible. You know, to, to say that it's absolutely off the table is is just not being outright, forthright rather, um, and honest. It's certainly possible. I think it's incredibly unlikely. Incredibly. Let's unlikely. do. A, let's and, do. Let, let's let's define what you would call a soft landing, just so we have some metrics that we could watch for. What do you think Jerome Powell would call a successful soft landing? Yeah, I think it's a a very modest pickup in unemployment, because I do think unemployment is going to tick up regardless of what happens moving forward with the rate movement that we've seen. Sub four and a half, sub five. What do we? So, yeah, we call talking? it sub sub four and a half. So you're getting less than. I guess they're at three four right now. So call it less than a percent increase in unemployment, and yeah. GDP not going meaningfully negative. So if GDP could hover between that 0.5 percent growth and negative 0.5 percent growth, that could very well be determined afterwards to be a soft landing. Now, just so we're again, uh, you know, on this channel we talk about real and nominal. Those would be nominal GDP. Correct. Correct. Not real. Okay. Correct. So again, folks, yep. if you don't know what that is, real is you subtract inflation. Nominal is just the print. And that's important because again, I think what you might be seeing, we looked at GDP now in the earlier cycle, and I think it said 2.9. Well, if yeah. you have inflation of 4.9, yeah, we, we've been nominal, not real. negative from a real GDP perspective for quite some time now. For quite some time. Exactly. Yeah. So again, unemployment sub five, four and a half, sorry, four and a half. Uh, GDP nominal kind of zero to 0.5 and, and never, and certainly not going negative for two quarters. Correct. Yeah. And, and what you see is the rate of change on all of the economic data is moving meaningfully downwards. And, oh, and yeah. now maybe the, 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 the rate of that negative movement has slowed a bit just lately and has given the hope for that optimism of this soft landing to be a higher probability of playing out. But it's funny, you look back and I've, I've mentioned this on this show before, we have never brought inflation down above 5% without experiencing a recession. It was at 9.1% in June of last year. That's almost double that, that rate yeah. of 5%. It would be really hard to say that we're able to raise rates at an almost unprecedented rate. We haven't seen that rate of increase in over 40 years here in the United States and not have our economy stub its toe. But every time you've seen these meaningful inflection points when it comes to, are we going into a recession? Are we not going into a recession? I just saw an amazing, amazing article written in 2007 
and an article written in the late 80s going into the early 90s recession of them talking about soft landings. They very well could have been exactly printed today and had had no one know any difference between it being 10 years ago, 20, 30 years ago in the 90s versus today. It happens every single time. Optimism is fun. It's fun to think that things aren't going to go in a negative direction, but the reality is it, it would be very hard for us to avoid a recession. Yeah. And again, when you look at inflation coming down, the rate of change is slowing. Um, goods inflation, right? The easiest part of it's kind of done its thing. Housing will do its thing. It's that last services component, which is really jobs related, that is proving far stickier than most people anticipated. And in a jobs market, you know, that's 3.4% you know, 53 year low, something like that. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty crazy. There are still about two times as much as the job openings have come in, there's still about two times as many job openings as there are people looking for work. So to think that you're going to get this, I don't, it's interesting that I think that that number continues to come down with that slowing economy. What has added all of the jobs or the vast majority of the jobs in the United States over the past year are small businesses. So 97% of the job openings in the last print came from small businesses. That's massive. That's saying that is who's employing our new oncoming workers. And at the same time, we talk a lot about regional banks and regional banks hitting struggles. Who do regional banks lend to? They lend to small businesses. Who, who has to increase their liquidity? Regional banks. How do they do that? By drop their lending on the other end. So um, small businesses haven't stumbled quite as badly. You've seen the layoff in the major tech companies across the board. Right? We've seen 20,000, 30,000 people laid off in chunks. And people keep saying, look at the headlines. How is the unemployment rate not picking up? It's because small businesses on the other side were employing so many people and bringing on so many new workers. Yeah, I saw something from Jerry Siegel today. I don't know if it was said yesterday. I saw it today that he actually anticipates the drop or tightening of bank lending being as high as three or four rate hikes. I, do I don't I don't disagree. So, wow. it, you know, when when you raise rates that increases by 25 basis points, something like that, what someone can lend at on the other end. When a bank says, I am not sure I'm going to be liquid to meet the withdrawal needs of our depositors, they cannot lend on the other end. It doesn't matter almost what rate you're willing to lend at. We talked about this on the last episode, too. The reason one of the reasons that the spread between mortgage rates and, and federal funds rate and the 10-year treasury and the 30-year treasury are so wide is due to the concern that banks have about making access to lending too easy and therefore too many people taking advantage of it and therefore their liquidity getting constrained. So yeah. I totally agree with Jeremy Siegel. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's just wild to think about because if it is for rate hikes, we're actually operating in an environment where the Fed funds is 6%, right? Six to six and a quarter. Yep. yep. And that's going to be meet that that. And then that will just ripple through the economy, both real estate, commercial, but also also think small business, think uh, private equity. You know, it's just all of these people that um, aren't going to get the capital they need. So we'll see bankruptcies jump. I think it was last Monday we saw seven bankruptcies uh, of companies. And again, that was kind of the largest single day in, in quite a while. More of this is coming. Yeah, you've had a trillion dollars leave banks and move into money markets over the past 18 oh. months. So that is the, the massive magnitude that you have. And then on the other side of the equation for the banks, 
one of their quote unquote assets that's outstanding is commercial real estate. And so if you look at commercial real estate and they say, I don't know that that asset is going to be worth the same in the future as it is now. I don't know that revenue stream that I incur from these commercial real estate uh, landlords paying down these loans is going to be there. And therefore, boy, that asset is starting to go away. The liability that is the deposit needs to be increased because they don't know how quickly ass or they've seen how quickly in Silicon Valley Bank assets can run. It's a different environment than it was in the 90s because everyone does banking right here. Yeah. You can yank your money immediately. So they need to be more conservative than they ever have in the past. That is yeah, going to freeze up lending. Yeah, I think Silicon Valley Bank, I read the article, it was a, over a month ago, I think, but Silicon Valley Bank in in, in a less than 48 hours saw eight, over 80% of their deposits leave or scheduled to leave. That is a bank run like no other. Yeah, and, and, and Jerome Powell said overtly, we did not expect or anticipate that quick of movement out of banks that we experienced at Silicon Valley Bank. That's something that's unprecedented in the past. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, let's just ask this final question. So if the chances of a soft landing are not zero, but you don't think they're great, uh, are we talking single digits or where are we at in this, you think? Just a wild Yeah, I'll give guess. 10%, one in 10. So I think that it's really, really unlikely. You know, if you flip a coin, are you going to get nine out of 10 heads? Probably not, right? Probably That's really not, unlikely. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's not a foregone conclusion. You cannot absolutely rule it out. Um, but- I mean, the fact that Jerome Powell is saying that he thinks that that's the most likely, I don't even know if he's being forthright with himself. Yeah. You know what? I think, I think he is. I think he's got, I think he's, I think he feels like he's got it wired and you know, he does so disappointed in those PhDs who are not re really getting it, but you know what? I think 10% is a good number. I, I think, you know, we don't usually agree on these things, but that, that's kind of where my mind went as well. I will say the chances of a soft landing have gone up over the last six months, six months ago, I'd have been like, are you kidding me? I, I, I can't see us getting there. So they're a little better than they were six months ago. But again, I don't, I don't think much over 10%. Well, look at the equity market. Look at stocks. Yeah, good point. Stocks have ripped. They're pricing yeah. in the fact that there is going to be a soft landing. So yes. I mean, the stock market right now is trading at about 20 times earnings. 20 yeah. times earnings is is a serious, I mean, historically, now granted, this is really long-term average and companies have changed, et cetera, and become more efficient, yada, yada. But the historic average is right around 15 times. So wow. you're trading about a 25% premium to where stocks have, 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 have traded at throughout history. And that's not saying we're moving into a recession. Right. And when we move into a recession, they obviously compress further from there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a head scratcher to think that, uh, Maybe we're wrong, Michael. The stock yeah, market's I, certainly telling you and I that we're wrong, that there is a much higher likelihood of a soft landing happening than, than our 10% likelihood. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, I will say the market's probably like, dude, you guys are crazy. It's a coin flip. That's, right. what, that's what the market's telling us. So, But this crazy. would be the first time you and I have ever been wrong, if it's the case. So. <laughs> no, dude, we're wrong all the time. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Taylor, where can people find you? And if they uh, tune in for the weekly rants, I, I really like those. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm at Life Goal Investments on both Instagram and on TikTok. Appreciate you, you, Michael. You got it. Take care.